Hi, I'm Rick Tibbetts. Welcome to Unlimit Yourself. I'm glad you're here. In today's episode, we're going to focus on a concept that I've mentioned numerous times on the show, but never fully explained. It's an idea that undergirds all episodes of the podcast and a resource for anyone struggling with how to stay true to themselves. I call it the internal compass. This naturally built-in navigation system manifests as a mental and emotional reaction to matters large and small. It offers sometimes clear, often subtle guidance on making decisions that fall in line with who you are, who you want to be, and what you genuinely want to do. Everyone possesses their own internal compass, but no one receives a manual on how to use it. Throughout their lives, most people, including myself, struggle with interpreting the compass's direction, leading to feelings of confusion, discontent, and wasted time. Fortunately, I believe there are certain steps one can take to avoid this predicament and the trappings of self-deception. That, among other things, is what I'll be sharing with you today. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022, and unfortunately, the summer is coming to an end. And those words are really hard to say because, my God, has this summer flown by. It feels like just yesterday it was the beginning of May, and now we're almost at the end of August. And uh, I don't know how to feel about that other than bad. Uh, I love the summer, I love warm weather, I love the ocean, love the beach, and uh, the fact that we're now lurching toward fall and then winter, it's definitely a disturbing thought, but I will say I have done quite a lot this summer in terms of travels. I went out to visit a friend in Colorado, had a pit stop in Las Vegas, and then visited my best friend, Calvin Skinner, in California. I also got to go up and visit another friend of mine and his family in Connecticut, And so I've definitely been jet-setting around the country a bit this summer, uh, and I'm grateful for that. Hopefully, you were taken to many new destinations this summer as well. Speaking of which, today we're going to talk about something that always tries to bring you to where you need to be, and that is your internal compass. The internal compass is something that I consult every single day from morning until night. I gauge how I feel about every situation, about every decision, large and small, I consult this this little magnetic needle inside me that swivels in all directions. And I determine how accurately that needle is pointing toward true north. True north is what I define to be the course of action that best reflects my most honest and authentic self. If the decision, if the commitment that I'm about to make sparks a feeling of oneness with all facets of my personality, then I know it's the right decision. Everybody has an internal compass. Everybody. Some are better at reading it than others. And I don't think I possess any superpower in this regard. I get it wrong. Some things that I thought I would love, turns out, perhaps I didn't love it as much. We all go through this. It's very natural. Especially when you're young and you're trying to figure things out when you're going through the ebbs and flows, the machinations of life, and you're trying to find your true voice, you're trying to find your true aptitudes, it's not easy. Life is a puzzle. But in that puzzle, in that labyrinth, I think is a better term. 
having an internal compass to help guide you, to help make clear often obscure paths is a gift. And it's something that I'm incredibly grateful for. The internal compass can at times be easy to read. Sometimes you just know this is not for me. Or, this is absolutely me. I can't wait to get started, or I can't wait to try it out, uh, or to meet this person. But other times, it can be very hard to decipher. And recently in my life, I've been in situations just like that, where it feels like everything is right. It feels like in the moment, Everything about my decision is good, makes sense, works for me, makes me happy. But for some reason, the needle in the internal compass does not feel like it's on true north. It feels like it's just a few centimeters away. Northwest, a little over to the northeast, perhaps. It looks like, if you looked at it, that it's right perfect true north. But if you really took some time to observe, you'd see, no, it was just a little off. And in those moments, it is difficult to trust your instinct because your instinct is so muddled. It's so hard to tell what it is your spirit wants you to do, where it wants you to go, because it has you almost exactly where it wants you. But for some reason, you still feel out of place. You still feel a slight apprehension, and you don't know why. And in those moments, and this is something that I've learned going through these processes, you have to take your time. You have to wait. Don't rush into it. And talk to people you trust. Talk to friends. And don't just talk to one or two. Talk to many. Depending on how big the decision is. Depending how big that next step is. Or, you know, that relationship. Whatever it is. Really consult with your spirit. And consult with those who know you best. Not haters. Not naysayers. Not people who you know are inclined to tear you down. But people who have your best interest in mind. Consult with them. Explain the situation in an unbiased way, in an unslanted manner where you're not trying to talk up and pitch the idea. Don't describe only the positives of what could happen, but leave, leave room for criticism. Leave room for honest analysis from others. If you yourself cannot gauge how you feel. And from there, you may well find the correct interpretation to what your internal compass is saying. This process is precisely what I had to undergo very recently when I was looking into graduate school. Throughout the winter, spring, and summer of 2022, I conducted exhaustive research trying to find the best program for me. And that includes looking into cost, location, class size, program ranking, alumni job placements, and many other factors. I also reached out to nine different people, friends, role models, and professionals working in the industry I was looking at to elicit their opinion on my graduate school plans. And after these meetings, I felt like I had finally found the perfect program. And I was excited. I was like, 
this is where I'm going to go. This is my next step in life. I, I can see myself at this school. I think I'm going to do so well in this program. And, and I felt good about it. But at the same time, I could feel that something was a little off. I didn't know why. After all, I conducted ample research and was confident in my choice. But rather than plow ahead with a decision, I decided to reach out to the most honest and upfront professor I know from Syracuse University. And when I laid out all of my plans, when I told her the exact program I wanted and how I was going to pay for it and where it would take me, she looks at me over Zoom and she gives me the most honest answer that I'd received uh, out of all of my consultations. She says, Ricky, I, I don't think you, you really know what you want to do here. I think you have an idea of what might be good, but I don't think you have certainty. I think you do not know that this is the best route for you right now. And that was profound. Because this whole time I'm talking to all these different people and they're saying, oh, what a good idea. Oh, go and do it. Oh, absolutely. And then this one professor sees past the glamour of my ambitions and says, I don't think you really know what you want to do here. I think you're rushing. And she says, Ricky, you don't have to rush. You're still so young. You still have time. You know, maybe test out a few other things in your life before you dedicate yourself to a whole graduate program. You know, another professor, not the one that I'm talking about now, another professor, he would always say, this was his catchphrase, hit the pause button. And in that moment where I was I was about to apply to this, you know, big name school, to this program and put myself in over $40,000 of student debt, I decided to hit the pause button. I still want to go to grad school one day and receive my master's, but that day is going to have to wait. Because in the meantime, I need to do more experimentation, more self-evaluation before I make any major academic decision. This is so important, because even though a lot of times in our lives the answer is clear-cut, many more times in our lives the answer lies in the gray area and we need help figuring it out. And as we endeavor to do so, one pitfall to avoid is trying to locate a through line between your rationale from years ago to your rationale today. You must keep in mind that the human being is ever-changing, ever-evolving. We're not a static creature. If we are to do what our parents and our mentors told us to do, and that is learn something new every single day. Challenge yourself whenever you can. If we are to follow that path, just like they told us to, it becomes very hard to develop a firm, unmoving, unflinching picture of who we are. If we are actively striving to change and improve our minds, our health, Uh, our well-being every day. We're always going to change, hopefully for the better, but sometimes we'll have setbacks. And in those setbacks, that's when the questions will appear most forcefully. Who am I? What am I doing? Right? But it's just part of the natural evolution of being a human being. And I still have so much to learn about life. I guarantee there will be many times when I struggle Times when I'm brought to my knees and I will surely make mistakes. But the really good news is, 
in those moments, there is self-discovery. They are learning opportunities. And, you know, sometimes the best lesson is reaching a dead end or hitting a brick wall. Because at least in those moments, you gain pristine clarity about what it is you do not like, about what you don't want to do, or who you don't want to be. So don't feel ashamed if you ever find yourself in that spot. Everybody finds themselves there at one time or another. And as the venerable Nelson Mandela once said, The greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. And on that positive note, I want to talk about the beauty of life. How rich, fun, and exciting life can be. Life isn't just misery and pain and learning to overcome. Life is full of richness. It is full of curiosity. New people to meet, new things to learn. New places to see, new friendships to make, new memories to form. And that truth, that reality spans our entire lifetime. Not just when we're young, not just when we get married or have kids. And that's because each stage of life brings with it new opportunities to discover ourselves all over again. Our dreams evolve and change. And if there's any constant in this world of ours, it is change. And that undoubtedly applies to your internal compass. Where and when it points true north when you're 10 years old is going to be quite different when you're 20 years old. And same thing when you're 30, 40, 50, and beyond. And that's another beautiful reality. As we get older, our priorities change, and our perspectives and ideas are challenged. We should not feel like we're sabotaging ourselves when this happens. Rather, we are simply undergoing the very natural process of growing up and becoming wiser to who we really are in the present moment. Learning to not only be comfortable with that fact, but to embrace it is, I think, critical to managing stress and achieving a happy, mature, and peaceful life. Now, before I end, I want to remind you, just like I said in my very first episode of Unlimit Yourself, and in all episodes after. I am no master of psychology, of meditation, of the spirit, of the soul. I am not a priest, and I am not a guru. Nothing. None of that. I'm just a young man trying to figure it all out, who has this bizarre passion for performing and putting my voice out into the world in hopefully an entertaining, engaging, thoughtful way. That's, that's all. That's all I am. I'm just passionate about creating original content, about talking to people sincerely and honestly, and helping them, using this talent to help. I hope over the span of these 15 episodes you've received that message, and many others. I hope that this podcast has been of great value to you, and that maybe you've learned something, maybe it has uh, inspired you in some way. That was my number one goal. And even though I won't be making regular episodes anymore at a regular cadence, 
Unlimit Yourself will not be going away. I'm not going to be taking down any of the episodes, so no need to worry about that. They will all be online, on YouTube, free for you to access. And there are still many people who I would love to have on the show. However, those episodes are going to be more so sporadic, as opposed to an every two-week cadence. It truly is a bittersweet end to this wonderful project. I mean, I've gotten such amazing feedback from friends and colleagues and former professors and uh, family, and it's just been such a great thing. And being off for several months was an uncomfortable feeling. It was necessary, but it was something where I felt called back to deliver a high-quality and fitting conclusion before I moved on to my next creative endeavor. Now, the sweet side of things is that this talent of mine, this passion, it is only going to manifest in a new and brighter way. And I cannot wait to start. But I couldn't have gotten to the point of deciding on pursuing voiceover artistry, voice acting, narration, and public address announcing, if it wasn't for this podcast, if it wasn't for all the good friends who came on the show and were confidently vulnerable with me. And that includes Victoria Lyburn, Cassie Pearl Wise, Elliot Meyer, John Hughes, Leo, Calvin Skinner, and Eric Sargent. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This show is a summation of some of the most powerful lessons that I've taken from my life. Not all of them, obviously. Life is a long time and you'll learn a whole lot. But some of the major things, confident vulnerability, the three C's to success, the internal compass, these ideas, these tools are central to who I am and how I try to live my life. And I don't live my life perfectly. I don't think anybody does. But to live life in a way where you feel good, you feel genuinely happy about who you are, what you're doing, and where you're going, I mean, that's priceless. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what I mean when I say unlimit yourself. Thank you to my beloved listeners for helping to instill that feeling in me. This has been a beautiful ride. And thanks to everything I've learned from this remarkable podcast, I feel fully prepared for wherever new roads take me. That's it for this episode of Unlimit Yourself. Today, we explored the definition of the internal compass, ways to locate your own personal true north, circumstances that obscure the compass's direction, the inevitability of change, and the beauty of life. The internal compass is an intangible tool that is invaluable to self-actualization. It's the guiding force that led me to create this very podcast, but after 15 thoughtful and carefully produced episodes, it's pointing me in a new, equally exciting direction. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much for listening, and I will see you on my next journey.